All right, everybody, welcome to 3D Rivals. This is the podcast where we talk about comics and movies and everything in between and whatever we can think of. My name is Darren, a.k.a. DJ Shadow, and I am joined by my siblings, Derek. Hey, what's up? This is Derek. And my sister, who this week's name is... Donatella. 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 That's a real name. That's a real name? Uh, So are you sticking with D names now? (laughs) You told me to. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of D names. Don't worry. Donatella. I'm going to have to remember that one. Um, unfortunately, last week our podcast didn't go out, so we didn't hear her first D name, but that's fine. That's all right. Um, She'll probably go back to it. <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> that was unexpected. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about the uh, Wolverine podcast, uh, Marvel's podcast, the Wolverine The Long Night. And we'll, for a short bit, talk about the first few episodes of The Gifted, which uh, hit TV, I think last week was two weeks ago. Um, so we're gonna see how that show's going. But first, as always, I got some news. So, um, I'm gonna save my Sony news for last. You guys didn't hear last week, <laughs> I went on a rant against Sony. <laughs> a uh, huge I, rant. I really wish I could post that podcast, <laughs> but the audio was bad, so <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, audio was bad, so unfortunately, I cannot post it, but it's okay. I got some more to rant about, so, you know, guys, sit back. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, but first, uh, James Gunn, you know, the guy that's got fired off of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh, he has been hired by Warner Brothers. To do, don't say no Batman, Justice League, trash. Suicide Squad 2. <sighs> oh, okay. Um, I'm guessing because he did the team ensemble movie for Marvel. I mean, I know Avengers is the ensemble, but he did the Guardians of the Galaxy was the only movie that introduced a team of people within a single movie. I wasn't going to say anything about that. I thought Suicide Squad was trash. Why are they doing another one? I liked Suicide Squad. I just didn't like Joker. What? (laughs) You liked the Suicide Squad? Yeah. What was good about that movie? I thought it was pretty good. I think we should preface this by saying Derek has a horrible, horrible taste in movies. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I disagree with that. Because uh, <laughs> this is a person that said Batman v Superman was good? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> in all aspects of it. When I and watched it the second time. In hindsight, even though Justice League was a bit more fun to watch, that movie was worse than Batman v Superman because at least Batman v Superman was congruent and Justice League wasn't even congruent. It was just a mess of things all over the place. Anyway, we were talking about Suicide Squad. <laughs> so, no, that movie was not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I know that everyone has their opinion and Derek, you're entitled to yours. Uh, you know, you can like Suicide Squad. You, you feel like what now? <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, you're back. wrong, but... <laughs> 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 
whatever. Somebody that's listening to this right now is on my side. And there are a lot of people on your side. Unfortunately, they're not the majority of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I, I saw it. It was... They could I didn't have even like it. Joker. Like, okay, Joker we, wasn't needed for the movie at all. Um, I, he wasn't needed. I think it could have been done better. But, like, okay, we just said I was just telling you guys because I saw the Venom movie. Nobody else saw it, so we're not going to talk about it yet. But I told them I had fun watching the movie. Like, I could leave it. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to get into details about it. But I had fun watching Venom, Suicide Squad. I left the theater like. That was horrible. <laughs> like that, was, it wasn't. It wasn't even a question. I didn't even go, man. Yeah, this one part was really fun to watch, and they, they did this pretty cool, and I could see where they were going. No, it was just not good. <laughs> like, um, what movie has title cards for their heroes? Like, uh, like, yeah, remember the X Men cards we used to get, um, yeah. Donatella. They're cards? The cards. You know, yeah. and they have the stats on the... On the set. They used to come in the cereal box, some oh, of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, in Suicide Squad, it'd be like, first of all, the most horrible plan, because it was like, oh, we're going to make this team in case Superman, you know, is another Superman and he's not good. First of all, none of these people could fight Superman in any way, shape, or form. That's true. Like, no. And so you get this team together... And it's like, oh, Harley Quinn. And then the movie stops and shows you this card in colorful whatevers. Like, Harley Quinn, five-something, and she loves this, and Joker. And it's like, what is this? A stat sheet? Well, they they probably did it kind of like, that was like their artistic direction or something with it. Like The mu- music in it did not match because they were using pop songs because Guardians of the Galaxy did it. And they were copying off of Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is the problem with Warner Brothers because they always want to copy the other movies. Like, oh, this worked in the Marvel movie. Just make your, like Warner Brothers, you make good movies. So for your DC movies, make good movies. So you're saying that basically by them getting this director that directed Guardians of the Galaxy. No, because if there's studio interference, which most of the DC movies has had, it's not going to be good. And then he's still not writing it. He just directed it. He No, he's writing. He's not the director yet. Yeah, he's writing it. But, like, Wonder Woman didn't have a lot of studio interference. The last part of Wonder Woman, I believe, was directed by Zack Snyder, and you can see it. At least you can say, with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, when Warner Brothers allowed those things to happen, that it's, it had the same feel, you know? Man, it still wasn't that bad, and they should have kind of just let it go. Like, just just let it go. Um, but they forced all this stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure when Zack Snyder first wrote this movie, he didn't want to have Wonder Woman in the movie and Cyborg and Flash and Aquaman cameos in the movie to set up a universe. That wasn't right. his plan. Right. He was actually writing a Man of Steel 2 movie. Yes. And not a Batman v Superman movie. So Warner Brothers is the one like let's put Batman in cuz he's popular and set off these this mm-hmm. universe. Right. 
So, yes, if James Gunn does this movie without Warner Brothers' interference, just like Patty Jenkins was able to do that with Wonder Woman, it'll be good. If they try to force all this stuff into it, like they did with Justice League, their latest iteration of how they ruined the movie, (laughs) it's not going to be good. So it's kind of like, and Marvel learned this lesson, because you can see it in... Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, you can see how they started interfering with the movie and they, they want this, they want that. And they learned quickly that it doesn't work. You got to let the directors do what they do. Give them their their direction. Like, okay, here's where we want the universe to go. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't do anything that ruins this or does this. And we kind of need this character to be along these lines by the end of the movie. Yeah. And then let them do their thing. And that's kind of how you you got to have, like, and you need the studio direction, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you, you kind of have to have, let these people make their movies. Otherwise, it's not going to come out right. I agree. I mean, because, like, when you think of it, like, with the Marvel movies, I mean, they are, by itself, standalone movies. Like, you can watch those movies, and they're good movies individually. It's like you're not sitting there watching that movie and like, oh man, Thor and Captain America and Ant-Man is just randomly in an Iron Man movie, you know? And it's like, you know, you got some people that say, oh, well, you know, there was characters introduced into movies, but how they were introduced to the movie, it it is like, it wasn't overwhelming, you know? It's just like in the Batman v... Superman movie, you know, there were, honestly, there was no need for Wonder Woman to be in the movie. No, and I think also it's a point because in Justice League, it was like, you know, Batman got to go around and recruit all these people, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's like, you know, kind of like in Avengers, everyone had a reason mm-hmm. to be there. And it all made sense. Yeah. And you didn't need Tony Stark flying around, grabbing a bunch of people. Yeah. It was just, Yeah. When just like you were saying, Derek, like these movies you can watch by themselves. You know, you can watch the Iron Man trilogy by itself. Mm-hmm. You can watch the Captain America trilogy by itself. By the time you get to Civil War, you know, you might, oh, who are these people? But by the time you get into the movie, you understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, only movie you need to like really watch everything is Infinity War. Yeah. Like you can't watch Infinity War without watching yeah, yeah. I had someone tell me he's like it didn't make any sense. I don't know who these people are. And then I'm like, well, which movies did you see? He only saw like three of the. I was like, oh, dude, you gotta you gotta watch Civil War. <laughs> and I don't blame it because that move. But they get they've earned that. Yeah, they've earned to make a movie like that because they made 18 movies before it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can yeah. do that. It wasn't yeah. the second it was movie. You know, and with that, it's the second movie, and we're going, let's throw everybody in it. You got to establish it first. So, same thing. Now, I, I don't know what to think about the James Gunn thing. I mean, it can be good, but like I said before, if the studio gets involved trying to ruin everything, then it's not going to be. We'll see how the movies are turning out, because we haven't had a movie out yet from the fixed DC universe. They fixed it? Supposedly, everything was supposed to be fine. I don't know. Um, but How did they fix it? It's supposed to be better. The tone is supposed to be fixed and everything. And But... What movie is this where it's going to be After fixed? Wonder Woman. 
because remember Justice League was made directly after Batman v Superman, so mm-hmm. that movie doesn't tell how they switch things around. I'm going to be quotations <laughs> around that. Um, so the first movie we're getting is Aquaman, and then we have um, Shazam and Wonder Woman eighty four. We'll see how those turn out. I don't know, but maybe it's better. We don't this know. My, yet. This is my other thing. Why does Wonder Woman have to keep taking place in the past? Because they don't want her to be connected with the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the only good movie. Because <laughs> yeah, the one of the biggest things that helped the Wonder Woman movie is she didn't have to have any connection to Man of Steel or Batman yeah. v Superman or anything because she took place in the 20, 20s. It was twenties, right? Or no. The forties and the fifties. It was World War Two. It was World War One. She War. in the comics she was World War Two, but they moved it to World War One because Captain America already established the superhero from the World War Two era. Okay, so then in that case we're talking about the early twenties, late because World War Two started in nineteen. Yeah, nineteen fourteen to nineteen eighteen was World War One. Yeah, yeah. World War Two was in the forties. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, because of that, we didn't have to worry about the rest of the universe. Now, that's probably why it's taking place in the eighties. So, what happens in the eighties that we care about? Nothing's just a Wonder Woman story in the eighties. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Um. But along the lines of the. Uh, James Gunn, Suicide Squad. He can do it better. He said it's not going to be a sequel. Probably just re- just redo it. Just ignore that first movie. It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired of these reboot movies. That are not really reboots? When the movie came out five years ago. Well, I don't think it's going to be like a reboot per se. It's just going to be another Suicide Squad. Well, you got to reboot it when the first movie sucks so much. You got to like start over and pretend like it didn't happen. Well, the first one ended with the mall still in prison, right? So, hey, just get them out of prison again. Don't address anything else that happened in that movie because it was stupid. <laughs> just dumb. There wasn't even anything to fight in the movie. They created their own problem in them i'm not even gonna get into serious okay. <laughs> let's move on um so leto may not be the joker in that because james gunn does gun does not like jared leto mm-hmm. i don't blame him because he seems like a jerk based on the stories of the stuff he was doing on set for the first suicide movie suicide squad i can't say i can't say that name suicide squad yeah oh thanks thank you thank you yes. a lot so it's not going. Are they going to make Jake Gyllenhaal since he's doing that other Joker? I mean, um, you mean Joe King Noah? No, whatever. I mean, what? You said Joe King Noah. Oh, <laughs> wow! I don't know how, where that came from. Phoenix. <laughs> Joe King Noah is a basketball player. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, jeez. <laughs> Look, it's been a long day, okay? I work today. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do that. It may just might not have the Joker in it at all. Fine. Fine. I say leave the Joker alone for a while. Uh, I'm not surprising now Batista's saying he wants a role in it. 
as who cares? Batista, go away. I'm starting to get tired of him. <laughs> like I'm really starting to get tired. It's like we understand it's kind of an injustice of what happened, but it's done. It's over with. Like okay, let, let's well, let's let it go this now. Man crush on James Gunn. Like dude lost his job. Move on. People get fired every day. And yeah, I mean, sure. he's still a good director, and obviously he was going to get a job somewhere else. And everybody assumed Warner Brothers was going to do it because they're trying to catch up to Marvel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, next bit of news: Scarlett Johansson um, has been on contract to receive fifteen million dollars for her own solo Black Widow movie. Wow, that's like ten years late, but future yeah. wife. Oh yeah. Yeah, but she's married, isn't she? I think she is married. And she just had a kid. That's what I said. Well, not just. A few years ago, she had a kid. That's what I said, future. We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay. They break up all the time. Mm -hmm. They do. So, all right. Uh, Put your name in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure she really wants you. I don't know. Not that Google looking dude from... Never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How old is she? She's dirty. She's your age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. uh, yeah dude. <laughs> That's half the battle. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you just need to find your way in like L.A. Yeah. or wherever she be. go to a Lakers game. You know what? No, just find her stunt double. That's yeah. the one that's doing all the slips and tricks in the movies. Right. There you go. You marry her stunt double. No, nah, they don't be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. I don't know what she looks like, so I'm not going to say she's not pretty. I said they don't be pretty. I didn't say she wasn't pretty, but they don't be pretty. It might not even be she. It could be a dude with a wig on. <laughs> All right. It's it's not the 20s anymore. She has a female stunt double. <laughs> oh, man. In those old movies. Remember the old, real old movies and you could just tell that it wasn't the actor? You're like, that is, that's not him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I like the fact that uh, she finally getting us. Yeah, I think they should. I think they should have done that a, a long time. Yeah, she should have got a, a, in phase two. She should have got a solo movie. Is Hawkeye gonna be in it? You kind of got to have Hawkeye in it, right? That would be fun. Nick Fury. And Nick Fury. And depending on uh, if it takes place before or after. Oh, uh, they should do it before. I feel like she has such a big storyline before she joins yeah. up with the Avengers and all of that. I seriously, like I said this in past podcasts, I want this to be a female James Bond movie. Like it should be. I feel like she was a spy. And not that like horrible atomic blonde movie. Either. I didn't even see that. I don't, don't, don't waste your money. Okay. Or what was the other one? Red Sparrow or something? Yeah. That wasn't like everyone was expecting that to be. Well, they were expecting that to be like the Black Widow movie we never got, right? Because Russian spy. But it wasn't even really a spy movie, apparently. I didn't see it, but like that's I was, with Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yeah. The big story on that is uh, she's getting fifteen million dollars, which is good. Consider she got like one million for Avengers. The first one. Yeah. What'd she get for this last one? I don't know. It probably was more, but not a lot. The Robert Downey Jr. is the only one making money because, and the the thing is, he got a chance to sign a contract after that because he was only on for Iron Man one. And so when they were like, okay, this is going to work, he got the opportunity to negotiate all that. Everybody else, like Chris Evans and um, Chris Hemsworth, they were only receiving like one and two million dollars too. Um, so it's good. It's cool. Um, yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman only got one million for Black Panther. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you're smart enough, you get royalties from the movie. 
Um, yeah, you, yeah, they getting royalties for sure. So you know, and he all obviously them guest more. appearances and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm sure he brought in more than a mural yeah, off of that. You know, his, he's going to get an increase for Black Panther too. So, um, and I kind of see like with them starting off, I understand why they weren't getting paid that much. Because you don't know how it's going to go. Now they've made fifteen billion dollars. This is going on. They can. They're like, okay, so we can pay them some money. But I'm pretty sure Tom Holland's not going to get $15 million anytime. We're going to actually get to that. There's going to be some interesting stuff for that. But, yeah. So, I'm excited to see a Black Widow movie. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. I want to know that. when that's going to come out. Uh, Okay. So, last week, we mentioned Deadpool getting a PG-13 uh, release for his second movie. Um, which no one heard, so we're going to mention it again. But this time, I found out... It's going to be in theaters. Oh. I thought it was just going to be like a DVD release or something like that. No, it's going to be in theaters. So they really milking that, man. This, I'm like, that is an ingenious idea. Yes. And Deadpool is, everybody loves Deadpool. He's everywhere. I was in Walmart the other day, and the DVD case, I guess they were Sony movies, every movie had Deadpool on it. It was, (laughs) seriously, like. It Even like movies the, that had nothing to do with Deadpool? Yeah, yeah, on the back of the case, it has a little... Deadpool's laying there, and he says, I'm not in this movie, but I wish I was. <laughs> but it's it's like a bunch of Deadpool cases of movies that's not... Yeah. It was like The Devil Wears Prada, and Deadpool was... It was like <laughs> he was on the in the case, like on leaning on the shoe or whatever. And then... Um, oh, I forget all the movies that was in there, but that was pretty fun. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so he's everywhere. This well, is an ingenious idea. What makes it good with Daredevil is because Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, thank you. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it good with Deadpool is that he breaks the fourth wall. So it's like you can do that and put him on anything. Yeah, because you know. He knows that he's a comic book fictional character. So, so like you said, putting him on all those uh, movie DVD cases, that's ingenious. And people will probably buy those movies just because yeah. they want the Deadpool case. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so is this a... How are they doing this? Is it going to be like dubbed over? Is it going to be like... You know, those bad things you see when, you know, radar movies come on network TV? No, they said... Um, Nothing's been reshot. There is some additional footage that wasn't in the other one that's going to be in this. I think what they're going to do with Deadpool is probably cut all the gore out. And, you know, you, you probably can get Ryan Reynolds back in to, you know, uh, since you don't actually see him talk for most of it. I mean, I guess he has his mask off for some of it, but for the most part, you can edit over it. I mean, it's Deadpool, so they could technically do a horrible dub version of it and then just make a joke about it in the movie. Like, That's true, too. I mean, I guess anything <laughs> goes. I mean, they, I mean, it will work. I'm pretty sure they're going to mention in the movie that this is a PG-13 version of it. Um, I just think that if this works... And it is, because, Derek, I think you were saying earlier, people that saw it before, the adults that saw it before are probably going to go back and see it again. Yeah. And now, 
the kids that probably saw it and should not have <laughs> get to see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, this is smart. If this makes money, and everybody's going to start trying to copy it because that's what they do in yeah. Hollywood. I think it would make money because I feel like when movies that made a ton of money and they come back in, you know, like when The Lion King was re in theaters or when they redid Titanic or something, it made money because people went to go see it because they liked the movie. Right, yeah. And I feel like it would be the same thing. Yeah, so, I mean, that's going to work, I think. Yeah. Um, Another question people with have been having is is the x-force movie gonna happen because that was supposed to be a sequel to deadpool or spinoff who's in x-force so yeah i don't know who's in x-force derek do you know who's in x-force um domino okay she was in the second one cable Cable. was in the second one um that's all i know oh well so then it would just be like Deadpool three would be the X Force team then maybe yeah I mean and Deadpool yeah is an X Force Deadpool I said <laughs> Derek said Deadpool <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's been a... at some point in the, on this podcast <laughs> I'm but... pretty sure there's been a Deadpool I just don't no what's the next topic well um. I don't know if the X-Force movie is going to happen um, with the merger closing up. There are some rumors that it's going to be done by January, which is a lot quicker than people thought. Um, so X-Force will have to be in production already in order for it to be released. Mm-hmm. And it's not yet. Um, I see, since the way Marvel likes to do it, they, they would want to introduce... Their characters and have them into the universe. I don't. They can't start with an X Force movie, so you might just get like a Deadpool three instead. And I think that's probably more likely to happen than, um, than X Force. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could. It could be like a Deadpool three movie, but you know, have characters from X Force be in the movie. Well, then wouldn't that be Deadpool two? Yeah, that was Deadpool two. And then they Marvel has to they would want to introduce those characters for like they don't okay. introduce characters in another movie a lot. They did it with Black Panther and Spider Man. Right. I guess Black Widow technically She was. Yeah. She was introducing Iron Man too. Yeah, but then Coulson like to make an X Force movie they they would have to be a big pivotal part of the movie. I, I think it can be done. But I mean there's nothing wrong with doing a third one and then doing an X Force movie. Yeah. I think, personally, I think doing the third Deadpool first would be better. So, next bit of news. The Craven the Hunter movie by what? Sony. <sighs> yeah, it's Spider-Man property. Is Spider-Man in it? They're reporting that it's going to feature Spider-Man. Here's my thing. Either they're lying... Like they did with Venom, saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be a part of the same universe as Spider-Man. And Marvel looked at him like, um, no. <laughs> right. So they told that lie and just to get all the Marvel fans or Marvel non-comic book fans to go see it. Because all the comic book fans understand the separation between the two. General audience may not. Right. So 
they're uh, <laughs> they're saying it's going to feature Spider-Man. Here's the interesting part about that. There is this theory going around because Tom Holland has signed on to a six movie deal with Sony to play as Spider-Man. The Sony Marvel deal ends after Far From Home. So he doesn't have a choice. Here's the thing. So you've got Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Avengers 4, Far From Home. That's only five movies, so there's one more movie on his contract to do. So the theory is that Sony did this so that they can use Tom Holland in their Spider-Man movie when they take him back from Marvel so that people would think that it's still... Are we sure he's not going to pop up? I mean, he's going to pop up in the second Infinity movie or the second Avengers. Yeah, that's Avengers 4. Oh, you said that? He counted them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's part of the the five movies that... Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you count that. So... People are speculating that they're trying to use him to, again, like they did with the in association with Marvel in front of Vidim. Um, they're trying to use him to trick general audiences into thinking that it's the same Spider-Man. Okay, but I think a Craven the Hunter movie might be good. He has a interesting story. Right, but he hunt, it, you have to have something for him to hunt. Well, what was he doing before he ran into Spider-Man? Don't he got Hunting like animals, which people don't like. <laughs> <laughs> people don't like poultry. <laughs> like, he, he hunted for sport and he was hunting big game, like lions Didn't and stuff. did he some girl he was obsessed with? Uh, wasn't it? It was a doctor or something like I think that. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I so. forget her name. Um... No animals was harm in this recording. <laughs> so it's kind of like, are they going to renew Spider-Man after Far From Home? If they don't, that is the single most stupidest move this studio could do. Even stupider than the Emoji movie. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they would want to give this deal up. I know they haven't yet, but it really seems like they really want to. Why would they do that? Because, yeah, you're making free money off of a movie made by another studio. And it's good movies. So, like, if they continue to make Spider-Man Marvel Studio movies, people are going to see it because it's like, not only is it part of this bigger universe, but it's Spider-Man. They love Spider-Man. So you get the pluses of both sides. And it's a good story because whoever Sony hires don't know how to tell good stories or make good movies. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> now, even outside of superhero movies Sony doesn't make good movies do they? don't name James Bond I was about to name James Bond because it wasn't always Sony no but um, the ones with Daniel Craig has been Sony Casino Royale and Skyfall was not made by Sony Hit and Miss I named the two good ones Hit and Miss and they're still trying to make a James Bond universe or whatever for whatever reason so, I know this is not your topic, oh, what's up? but rumor has it that Tom Hillison is on the front of the line to be the new James Yes. Oh, yeah. So, Ooh. yes. I'm like, I'm down for Name that. another good Sony movie. I'm going to Google it. Okay. Because they don't make good movies. We don't know. What's your next topic while, while I figure this one out? I was thinking, if they do this Craven the Hunter movie, maybe replace Spider-Man with Venom. 
And he, oh, oh. I don't know about that. Why? Because you got Venom. I mean, he's an anti-hero, but he is, you know, eating people and stuff and maybe violent or whatever. So that could be a good reason. Well, Craven just likes to hunt. And since he would be like this powerful being, Craven could hunt Venom. I think that would be a good way to do it without that way. You don't have to change the story that much. You just slide Venom into Spider-Man's spot. I think that'd be good. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. You might be right. Oh wait, you're looking through their movies? Yeah, I'm 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 looking through too. <laughs> what have they made? <laughs> no nothing. The Angry Birds movie? That uh I found it funny. Like there were some funny jokes in it. But it, it's a bad movie. Um, they made that Goosebump movie. I, I think people like that. Did they? Yeah, I, I heard that was decent. The Charles Equalizers. Really? No. You said name good movies. No. Get out of here. Oh, they made the. Can I say this? What? <laughs> they made the Black Annie movie. <laughs> Just say Annie. <laughs> no, but it's Black Annie. I heard people didn't like that. Oh, really? It wasn't good. Yeah. Apparently, it wasn't good. I don't know. The first Annie wasn't good. People love Annie. There's a lot of singing. Yeah. It's a singing movie. It's too much. Musical. Either way, it wasn't a good movie even without the singing. Well. So, yeah, it's... Hmm. Hmm. They haven't made good movies. So, how about they just let this free ride from Spider-Man go? Like, just let it go. You're getting free money. I mean, not technically. They have to pay for the movie, but still, it's it's free money because you know it's going to make a profit. Yeah. Twenty twelve. That was entertaining. I like twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. No, it wasn't. It was entertaining. I like twenty. Day after tomorrow was entertaining. Day after tomorrow was good. Yeah, twenty twelve was entertaining. Was it though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad disaster movies have died down. Men in Black. Okay, one. <laughs> Men in Black one. Yes, I said one. Okay. I didn't mention the other two. Okay. And, and, Terminator two. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, but when did the that come out? Kid. The eighties. That doesn't matter. Okay, we're like forty years after. <laughs> Dude, the the Karate Kid. That's a classic. The original ones? Yeah, Again. Bro. Okay, so in recent history. Okay, they had no good. Obviously, they made good movies in the past, otherwise, they still wouldn't be around. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters? Come the on, first dude. One? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Dear, you and named stuff remake. in the 80s. It can't. <laughs> and the remake, which apparently was horrible. <laughs> You're right. Nobody liked the movie, You're so. Right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, though. Uh, so, news has come out that the Venom sequel may not be rated R either, to the detriment of all the Venom Venom fan, fans. Can't talk. To the detriment of all the Venom fans. Um, and there was a quote from Sony, which I agree with. It says... We never have to show the knife going from here to there and the blood pouring. 
I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, they were saying, like, because Carnage is going to be in the second Venom movie. Oh. So, you know, people are saying, oh, it's Carnage. It's got to be rated R. Sony owns USA Cable Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know all these companies own a lot of stuff. We're saying USA has good USA shows. got good shows, bro. We said movies. <laughs> <laughs> you just not go. We said more. movies. <laughs> I didn't say TV. Okay, shows. fine. We were talking about art. Okay, they make good video games too, and good consoles. Yeah. Okay. Don't take Spider Man back from Marvel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Although the Spider-Man video game looks amazing. And the story seems to be pretty good, too. Um, But anyway, back to Venom. So, yeah. Like the quote I said, you know, they were saying... Oh, people were saying, oh, it's got carnage. It's got to be rated R. And the makers of the movie were like... We don't have to make it rated R and not do an injustice to the character. And just like the quote I just read... We don't have to show the knife going from here to there in the blood pouring. Right. You don't. You don't. You don't. And that doesn't change what who Carnage is. Right. You've seen plenty of PG-13 movies where it got crawled. Look, the Dark Knight show how crazy the Joker was without going too far. True. So, while everybody like, oh, I want to see him slash this person's head off. You can still get the point across that Cletus Cassidy is a crazy serial killer mm-hmm. without showing all the blood and gore. It doesn't actually change the character. No, no, I don't think it changed that. It doesn't change the quality of the movie. It doesn't change you, you know, getting the death of just how crazy he is or just how violent he is. Right. You can you can show that in the character, if you have good writers, you would get that point across. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like I watched the Venom movie. I know nobody else did. But my problems with the movie isn't, because it was made from Radar R to PG-13. It's like, you can kind of see where they might have gone Radar R in it, and they just cut it out, um, which editing is kind of an issue in that movie. But um, it didn't ruin the character. Like, that that scene of him biting a person's head off, then like, oh, well, that's Venom, and if you didn't have it, I wouldn't believe it's Venom. Like, no, that it didn't make or break the movie at all. It's just something. It's just a scene, and people are just crazy out here wanting to see it, I think. Like, it's not necessary. And I agree with Sony on this. So, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> he agrees with Sony. I agree with Sony. Write this down. Mark it on your calendars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, besides the fact Venom is doing pretty well, it made $205 million worldwide in the first weekend. So, there's definitely going to be a sequel. Okay. Just just do it right. Um, after seeing it, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't want to see a sequel. I'll see a sequel to it. Just, just get a better story. Just please. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, w- I would definitely see a sequel to it. So, uh, cool. So, with that being said, let's go with the first topic: Wolverine: The Long Night. Yes. So we've all listened to it. Yep. Um, this is a podcast being made by Marvel. Um, it was on Stitcher Premium. Yeah, it was on Stitcher Premium. It originally came out uh, March or April of this year. 
and only Stitcher Premium users got access to it. And then, how, how many episodes? So six weeks ago, whatever month that put us in, six weeks ago, Marvel finally released it for everyone to listen to. So there's a new episode every Wednesday, and there's ten episodes, and now they're on episode six, I think? Yeah, I think it's on six. Yeah. So yeah, if you have like Google Play, you can... Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can now listen to them. Yeah, just search up Wolverine the Long Night, and you'll be able to find it. It is, it's amazing. Like, this This is a really good podcast, really good story. Um, let's first ask, Derek, what is the story to <laughs> Wolverine the Long Night? Spoilers for anyone who hasn't heard it. Um, the, I'm, I'm loving the, the whole premise of the story. Um, it take, it just reminds me of like, just old school of like sitting at the radio listening to a story right because you grew up listening i was like to were stories. you alive oh, but i'm saying i i was gonna say i'm not that old <laughs> okay <laughs> even though i may act like it um but just that part alone is like what grabs you you know they got very very good voice actors um just the with you know, the initial story and then them telling their side of the story of what happened or whatever. Very great. So, you know, with the agents, we don't know if they're FBI agents or if they shield agents. I think they're shield agents. Deanna has a theory. I think uh what's her name? Donatella. Donatella has a theory. I think they're weapon X. Because I think in the first mm. the first episode when they went on the boat, which by the way they the lost track of finding the murderers of them nine fishermen. They they all off on some other tangent. But they were like, you know, looking at the evidence and they're like, if it's who we think it is, it's him. If it's him, only him could be able to swim that far, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like, they, I don't see how the FBI could be on a track of Wolverine like that. Yeah, I don't think it's the FBI. Like you said, just because they they know Wolverine. They know who he is and what he can do. So it's got to be... So I'm thinking Weapon X. I think he, he... This is like after he escaped from Weapon X and they're trying to get him back is what I think. Yeah. So my thing is, this this would get to me. Um, if he's trying to avoid Weapon X, why is he calling this girl? <laughs> I think they're here. They're, they're following me. It's just like, now they got you recorded. Like, bruh, don't... <laughs> You can't make a phone call. Like, enemy of the state? Why you blew up the building? You made a phone call. Like, you don't... (laughs) No one ever said Wolverine was smart. So, prefacing this, because we never said the story. Derek. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Talk how much Uh, you like podcasts. (laughs) So, basically, you're following two agents. And they're... First, they were looking into these murders in Alaska... And they assume it's Wolverine. And you're following these agents as they go around this town in Alaska and talking to people and solving the murder. It reminds me of those uh, choose-your-own-story books, too. Except for you don't get to choose your story. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like choose-your-own-story? It's not like choose-your-own-story at all. <laughs> well, it's like well, you're, you're following them as they go around to each of these people uh-huh. in, mm-hmm. the, in the town. And, you know, it just keeps uncovering this thing. Like, there's this cult in the town doing crazy things. And you just, you're like, okay, so the first, like Donna said, Donatella, like she said, they, um, (laughs) 
they got way off of the murders on the boat because yeah. now they're like, well, these there's these girls that's murdered and they're questioning the rich family in the town and questioning the cult and seeing what they're doing. And it just raises a lot more questions. And it's, it's just real interesting how they do it, though. It is. I, I, I like it. I also like how you get a lot of story from other people retelling what happened mm-hmm. and what they saw, which I think is cool because you're like, oh, OK, that's what happened. Or, you know, the agents interview someone and then it's like you don't hear the interview firsthand is her going back to tell her partner what was said. Yeah. And I listened to episode six and I know y'all didn't hear episode six yet, mm-hmm. but it, it throws in some new interesting like, huh. I wonder, because before I was saying, like, I don't, I do think Wolverine did the people on the boat. Because okay. I think that they are working with the sheriff to to bring in drugs into the, the state or the city that they're in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Wolverine is not above killing people. No, no, if he finds, if he thinks that you're so not a like good person, he'll kill If he thinks it's a righteous kill, then, mm-hmm. and I feel like if they're bringing in drugs and it's that bad, then maybe he... Well, my only thing about that is he didn't kill none of the guys in the bar when he was protecting the girl. But that's different. They were just drunk. That was just a fight. But I feel like whatever was going on in that boat, then maybe that was unnecessary. Yeah, maybe it was deeper than it seems. Because the boat, the boat was cleaned up. Right. True. You know, it was... True. So, yeah. they said, like, it took a long time for the Coast Guard to get called. And there was missing things from the police report and when the agent looked over the boat somebody had cleaned it so yeah. there's some there's probably something more going on so yeah you know uh that's a really good theory like you said i like how they tell the stories because it's almost like i go oh donatella what you do today and then you tell me in detail how your day went and it kind of goes in the past where i can hear and see well, not see, but yes. you can... I feel like you really can visualize everything that's going on. Yeah, they, it's really good storytelling. And I like the sound effects. I mean, it's just... Yeah. You know, you're like listening to an audio book, and yeah. it's just, you know, a guy reading a book. But now it's like there's paper rustling and the wind's blowing and... What it, it immerses you into it, yeah. you know? So, like, uh, in the first episode, there's a guy explaining what happened on the boat uh, with when he found... Um, or no, he explained a story that happened on the boat before the murders happened, yeah. and um, you can hear the waves crashing, and you can, you know, hear the stuff happening. You don't hear a lot of the people talking, um, but like, it's I don't know. The storytelling is really good, and so it's kind of like both sides. You can hear the person telling the story, and you get their feelings in it. But you can also see the story they're telling happening at the same time, which is is really cool. Um, that is, it's a perfect podcast. I mean, um, I say movie writers. Yeah. Like, if you want some writing lessons, take it from these guys. Actually, comic book writers, because I don't read a lot of comic books uh, a lot of the times. But um, I hear Marvel's comic books haven't been as good lately. You get some of these writers to write. I forgot the guy who wrote this. He is someone like I forgot who what he wrote before, but he did something. And Marvel went to him and said, "No, we want you to write our podcast." And the only rule was is that it had to have Wolverine in it. Yeah, and he was free to write. Which Wolverine is? He's not the main character in this. Let's let's just say he's not the main. But he doesn't have to be, and that's that's the crazy thing. And it's real interesting, but um, I think 
you said it before, Donatella, that um, if uh, if he didn't have Wolverine's name on it, not a lot of people would have listened to it. True. Right. I agree. And I'm fine with it because it's still a story about Wolverine. It's around Wolverine. Right. Yeah. But the main thing is getting people to listen to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, like, I've never listened to a story before like that. You know, like, yeah. like, so, why would I? I don't listen to Man, can you imagine he adopted this into a movie? Yeah. Well, oh, yes. They are not a movie. They're going to make it into a comic book. Yeah. Starting in January. Don't quote me on that date. Okay. But they they are making it into a comic book. That's the first step, man. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Even right. in the movie, like a comic and the movie could be the same way where you're following the agents. Yeah. And then as they put each person tell their story, we get the flashbacks. Yeah. Hey, man, that would be great. That would be excellent, I think. Um, yeah. I, I'm liking it so much that I'm hoping that they do other. I think other, they will yeah. because they said it's been very successful for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I don't know if it's going to be like a sequel to this. I don't know how this one ends. Maybe Marvel just enters the podcast game. Yeah. So uh, shout out, you know, we're really uh, promoting you guys. If you guys <laughs> want to uh, add us. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marvel's up a little bit bigger than we are. Hit, hit us up. <laughs> but have y'all listened to episode six? I got some new theories, but I won't ruin it for y'all. Okay. okay. All right. I got. I probably listen to it at work tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I definitely listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's Wolverine: The Long Night. A lot of crazy stuff happening in it. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to it. It's. It will suck you in, man. You're gonna, you'll. It's really good storytelling. That's, you know, one of the best stories I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what I would want them to do? Since you got X Men characters, what was that book we had with the virus? Oh, the Legacy oh, Virus. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool because the book was completely different than the comic. Yeah, that yeah. book was very good. Yeah, I remember it being very good. Yeah, yeah. I because in books. You have to get more detailed because you have to describe. You have to describe what's happening because people can't see it. Yeah. And so in a comic book, they don't have to go in that much detail. That's why on some pages, you can just have bam and zip. (laughs) I don't know how much they do that anymore. I'm like, I don't know who ever uses zip, but. (laughs) Zip? (laughs) Like, I'm about to go. Superman flies off. Zip! I have six reasons for you to walk away. Zip! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for using my uh, word sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Uh, we also wanted to talk about The Gifted. Now, I saw episode one and two. Um, I saw all three. I was not a fan of the first episode, but I feel like it's getting better as it goes. You know, the first episodes are always kind of, I, I think, on shaky ground. I don't know if it's because they have to reestablish the story or... I felt like it was a lot of that. Like, yeah. we get it. They all I was fine in new seasons of shows. The first episode, I'd be like, hmm, okay. But, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I'm glad that they had Polaris have her baby. Yeah. In the first episode, because I, I had a feeling they were going to drag it out, like, oh, and she has a baby in the middle of the season. Yeah. They got that over with. I'm glad. That's good. Yeah. I was hoping. So. Yeah. 
Um, but it does seem to be shaping up pretty well. Um, it's going to be interesting. What do you think of what's-his-face's powers? Uh, what's his name? Reed? The dad? Reed, oh, I don't know. What's the, what's the deal with his powers? I don't know. It's very interesting. I haven't really been able to figure out, like, what he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's based off a real character or not. Um, I guess he may be. But I'm pretty sure that's going to be interesting come towards the end of the season. Um, that's one thing I want to know is like, what's, what's still his powers? Mm-hmm. You know what I found weird? <laughs> Reva <laughs> and her powers. Like, I get it. But like, anytime, like, she just opens her mouth. <sighs> is that her powers in the comic? I don't know. But. I thought it was very weird. She just and sounds like she's breathing really hard. And I'm just like, man, your breath stank. Just close her mouth. I was thinking so. I know y'all didn't see the third episode. But like, she, and it was like really long. And I'm saying to myself, you will be out of breath. Yeah. I and I don't weird. get like, is it a sound thing or what's happening? I think she's kind of like, um, what's the name of that girl from um, Black Canary? It, doesn't she also have like a? Oh, so is it so high pitched that we really can't hear it, but it disrupts everybody? She reminds me of Black Canary because it was like I, I would get like, okay, in the Arrow TV show Black Canary, you hear like a a high pitched sound. But with her, it's just her breathing. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they didn't want to throw a high-pitched sound at you at the TV. Although, my other question is, how come her people who's on her side are not affected? Yeah, so maybe she gets to direct it? You think so? Because... Or maybe they had earbuds in. or Are they always earbuds. ready? Because she uses her power again later. Okay. And I'm like, he could not have been ready for that. Hmm. So, I, that was my thought. Like, okay. So, maybe I, I'll do some, some Wikipedia and, and find out more about her. Oh, man, those triplets are as creepy as ever they're creepy in the comic book like the characters yeah are those really triplets in the show no i know i think i think it's one person playing three people that's hard but yeah because that's a lot of editing and reshoots yeah if it's one person playing three people identical triplets out there no but there's some i mean it's not impossible to get (laughs) get some um, I, I like them, but man, they're creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, third episode introduces the Morlocks. Really? Yes. So I got to do some Wikipedia on them too. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I'm really, I'm, I'm down for that. I have to say, I am proud that I am more caught up than you guys are. All right. This I usually so am. I had a real busy week. Okay. Excuse you. I'll be busy. I had a busy week. Too. Although yeah. lately, hope no one I work with listen to this. They'll, oh, they'll listen to it. I'm going to get home at like 2.30, so. <laughs> Great. Now when they listen to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. You said uh, <laughs> you get home at 2.30. Yeah. So what I'll be getting home at 2.30, so I have like all the time to run. <laughs> How early do you go into work? 7.30. Yeah, that's early. That's like two hours early. Yeah, it is. Like, it's only going to last a couple more days. So, <laughs> yeah, the rich get richer, huh? You should just get to not work. Let me not work. I'll find myself fired. Look, I work. I definitely would be. I just been getting up earlier. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So, and then the Strucker kids. So, like, I don't know. Like, they having a premonition, or what's up with that? I don't know. Maybe they feel like there's like maybe some kind of connection to them because their powers are connected. Oh, okay, like some kind of mental connection. Yeah, I guess so. Or, I don't know, maybe they're, I don't know. You think they're connected with those dreams, or did they both dreaming? Um, 
it's got to be something because uh, what I noticed, his sister, she never saw him with blonde hair. True. So the fact that he had blonde hair and was in those clothes in her dream means that there's something more to it. Can we talk about how bad this blonde hair is? And yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. But you know, he's a bad I only boy seen now. It, I only seen it in the previews, and I was just like, uh... I just can't take him seriously. Because he looks like, you know, someone who's not tough, but really, really trying to be tough. Yeah. That's what I get out of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he seems like that kind of character, though. Uh, he, he, he was like that in the last season. You know, tougher than he really is. Yeah. He's more, he, surprisingly, he's more annoying than his sister is. His sister's fine. I actually like her. He, he is super annoying. I he's felt really like annoying. I didn't like him in the first season, but I realized I like him better when they're not together. Yeah. And I kind of, I really feel like this whole inner circle thing, like, by the middle of the season, they're going to be back on a good side. You know, you like you don't get that vibe, like, they're both going to, like, question their, their <laughs> oh, decision to Polaris, be evil. Yeah. Well, isn't Polaris bad, though? Isn't she a villain? Um, I'm not really sure. I want to say she probably like Emma Frost, anti. Oh, an anti-hero. Yeah. Well, she's part of the Hellfire Club too. Yeah. Ooh, maybe they can use Emma Frost. Yeah. I don't, it's up to the Fox Studios right now, so I don't know. Why not? Hmm. I really hope they continue this show after the merger. I really do. I think so. Yeah. I mean, don't connect it to the cinematic universe, but. It's a good show. I think it deserves to be continued. Um, it's money. So Disney's all about making money. So, True. <laughs> uh, I definitely think the show is well written. For sure. It is. It's yeah. a good show. You know what else I noticed? The other day, I rewatched Days of Future Past. Yeah. Second time around, it, I don't hate it as much as I thought I did. I told you it wasn't bad. I know. I don't know. I like hated it the first time. Second time around. But you know, there's a lot of people that don't like it. I don't know. Um, I think it's okay. Yeah, second time around, it's okay. But, okay, so Blink is in it. Yeah, Blink's in it. The TV version of Blink is so much better than the movie version. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, y'all, I mean, the TV version is better. Yeah, so am I the first one to say that I don't like Days of Future Past in our group here? Well, I was talking about it. Yeah, I was talking about how I like movies. Wait, wait a second. Wait, did he say you like Apocalypse? No, I did not say I like no Apocalypse. No one in, in their right mind <laughs> likes Apocalypse. I still want my money back. They won't respond to my letter that I watched that on HBO, and I'm like, I want my two hours. Right, pay me for my time. <laughs> no, but this is the person that said Suicide Squad was a good movie, but you didn't like... Are you telling me that Suicide Squad was a better movie than Days of Future Past? Ooh, tell that lie. Ooh. Oh, tell that lie. Yeah, yeah. So that's all for our podcast today. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. What? Come on. <laughs> no, We're up to 26 horrible. listeners, so uh, tell your friends. <laughs> Whatever, dude. So, yeah, back on The Gifted. Um, <laughs> so we all know that that one cop guy is going to get back into it, right? Yeah, but he's being real annoying. Like, I like him. Probably because I like him in other stuff he's been in. Yeah, he's a real good actor. But just like, dude, come on now. Well, it's like, okay. Dude, I understand. It's like, okay, so there was a fight between some mutants. Your daughter died in it, and you're just like, all mutants are horrible. I can 
get making that jump, but I feel like what he's doing now is just so crazy. Yeah, like, oh, the blackout, and he's like, it had to be a mutant, right? And it's like, come on, man, like, calm down. Right, and then I just feel like, I don't understand, like, why are you going after just this group of people, like, these people? Like, why are you obsessed with just them? I don't get it. And then, and I know this is the point of the X-Men and stuff, but it's it's just so annoying when it, when it's like, this person's a mutant, they have to be bad. And it's like... Right. And I know that's the point of X-Men, and I know yeah. it's supposed to make you not happy about it, but man, it's really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> it is really upsetting. Yeah, because he hates mutants just because they're mutants. Yeah, yeah. well, and not even him, just, their, you know, even the Sentinel surfaces. Yeah. Like, they had that scene in the beginning, and it's like, you came in shooting up people... And, yeah. and taking children and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, you got to look at it as it's like when it comes to uh, um, movies where it, they show uh, of slaves or of like Jews. You know, it's just like uh, I don't like this, but it's like I mean that. that but that's, that's real life. That's, and that's what happened, and, and it is real life. That's real yeah. life. People, people, people dislike minorities just because. Yeah. 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 And it'll be like, oh, I don't like Koreans or whatever or I don't like Australian you know some anyone ever said they don't like No, I don't think anybody <laughs> dislikes Australians. Maybe the actual original Australians. <laughs> um so yeah. Um that's how it is. That's how it is in real life. But um I guess they do a good job of portraying that. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I think it's good. So far, I like the second season as much as like the first, outside of the first episode. I like the first season, so. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but, okay, overall, uh, The Gifted is really good. So, if you haven't started watching that, I watch definitely that. will start watching it. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know why he's on this podcast. I know. He's going to get fired. We're going to replace him with our other brother. Yeah. Because it's 3D Rivals, which I came up with the name. So we'll yeah, give you your 50 cent royalty. It's still not sold on the name. I mean, we're only four episodes in. We can change. Our friend, our fans will speak. Our fans? Our fans. I mean, 25 people that listen to the to the podcast. And we got to take out three because yeah. three of the 25 was us. Well, two, two of the 25 was us. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I listen, I've been listening to every episode. Okay. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh man! I mean, you didn't do nothing else you were supposed to do. I I listened to Wolverine the last last okay, a so week late. Still prefacing this, we did a podcast last week, and that topic was about Wolverine the Long Night, and I couldn't post it because the audio was messed up, which we fixed the problem. Obviously, you've listened to this, so um, in that. Derek did not listen to <laughs> Wolverine Alone Night. <laughs> so, just like today, Derek did not watch The Gifted. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what this podcast is going to be. Me and Donatella explaining movies and TV shows to you because you did not watch them. <laughs> I have been very informative with everything else. Uh, no one asked you to do those other things. I guess we only need him here for that little bit of comic book knowledge he might have. <laughs> uh, no, because he couldn't tell me what Reva's power was. 
Oh, that's true. And you didn't tell me who was on X-Force. Nope. He failed at that, too. No, don't look it up. It's too late. (laughs) Too late for you now. (laughs) This is how my brother and sister treat me. It's well-deserved. So... (laughs) Okay, that's that with the podcast. Uh, you can catch us next week. Um, we'll be posting during the weekend, so uh, mostly on Sundays, but, you know, maybe Friday or Saturday between those. So, you know, make sure you subscribe if you are listening to us on a subscription service like Google Play. Um, if you, you know, yeah, subscribe or get the RSS feed, whatever, so you can... Uh, get an alert when our next episode comes out so you can listen to that as well. And, of course, we'd like to thank you all for watching. DJ Shadow is signing off, and... Go Browns. Derek is signing off, too. <laughs> We're cutting that. We're cutting that. We will have such slanderous talk. Such slanderous talk on this podcast. Goodness. <laughs> I mean, oh, there might be some Cleveland. No, you know what? There are way more people in the world other than Clevelanders. We're not having Great. this slanderous Great. talk. Great. <laughs> there go our Cleveland fans. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we will, or Donatella, are you, are you signing off anything to say in closing? No. No? All right. She's good. All right. All right Donatella, sign out. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs>